Welcome back to the survival podcast for people who take movies too seriously. I'm Johnny, and Shane is not sitting across from me today. In fact, there's nobody sitting across from me. I am here in the bunker by myself, talking to myself. It's been a very long three months. I'm not sure exactly where Shane is. He's at home, I believe, outside of the bunker in his actual home. Uh, He may be buried under a mound of snow. I haven't had a great deal of contact with him uh, this year, actually. So, yeah, after I finish up here, I might have to go and dig him out or something. But that's what we're actually going to be talking about today. By we, I mean some uh, pre-recorded segments I've done with some some guests that have been on the, uh, the podcast previously. Because if you don't live in Ireland... And most people listening to this don't, according to our stats, only something like 2 to 3% of subscribers are actually in Ireland. And if you don't follow us on social media, which comparing our social media following to our subscribers, that is also most of you. So you should go and follow us on social media. There'll be links in the description. But yeah, so if, if you're not from Ireland or don't follow us on social media, or if you check out Random Irish News for some reason, I guess you'll know, but why would you do that? Uh... Oh yeah, so you won't know that we had quite a severe uh, blizzard, uh, snowstorm, whatever you call it, earlier this month. And actually our promised sort of more more bad weather for the next week, but not quite as bad. Uh, I think it's an orange warning we have now, but it was a, a red warning at the start of the month, which you get very rarely in Ireland. Uh, we had a storm earlier this year, in October-ish, and I think that was a red warning, and then one this month kind of the only real red warnings I remember in the last couple of years. But yeah, so it was pretty bad by our standards. A lot of people listening are from places like Canada, Norway and Alaska. So it won't be bad by your standard. But considering the last time Ireland got a storm like this was 1982, uh, we aren't exactly prepared for it. So whereas, you know, countries like Alaska and that, you you got the infrastructure to uh, support that kind of weather in Ireland. We we really don't. We normally just run out of salt uh, for the roads and there's probably like two snowplows in all of the country. So when it does hit, it can be pretty bad. And so I wanted to talk about that this week. I wanted to sort of catch up with some people and check that they were all right. Uh, I was hoping Shane would be on here, but it's been very difficult to get together for the podcast, hence why we haven't actually had an episode up in nearly three months. And some of the segments you're going to hear, or one of them, is done over Skype. So we, we could have done that, but again, it just, for whatever reason, it didn't work out. Maybe there'll be a part two next week, uh, and we can catch up with Shane then, see how he got on, or, or maybe I actually have to go and dig him out, and then then he can come back to the bunker at least. And we can have a sit down and talk about it then. But for now, uh, here is... Gordo, who you all know, I'm sure. He's from those conspiracy guys. He's been on a few episodes. I, I sat down with him and was joined by our mutual friend, Mark. Mark has also been on those conspiracy guys, and I think he's on a few white press play episodes, which is Gordo's other podcast. That That's one segment. And then I'll be chatting to Darren, who was on our Jurassic Park episode. And we do a few other things like on YouTube and that, but we, we we talk about that in the episode, so I'm not going to go on about too much. The only thing I will say, for some reason we talked about Star Wars Last Jedi quite a bit, because I rewatched it because I was trapped indoors for a few days. Uh, so if you haven't seen that yet, 
there's some random spoilers maybe I can't really remember but uh, yeah so just <laughs> when you hear us talking about Star Wars uh, maybe skip 10 minutes and I'm pretty sure we don't randomly spoil anything else in it but uh, yeah so what else is there to talk about nothing really so, so yeah if this is your first time listening this isn't what we typically do this kind of episode this is kind of my go at more of a, an NPR kind of kind of episode but yeah but yeah so this isn't typically what we do but I just wanted to get content back out there because it's been so long and our, our subscribers are disappearing and I'm still paying for hosting and I really want to do the podcast so I'm just going to put a bit more effort into just to to make content when the the normal option isn't available I guess but yeah so so this isn't typical of what we do and for people who already are subscribers and listen to the show frequently we will be back to the normal format soon enough but uh, this isn't a huge stretch from what we normally do it is still just me and people that have been on the show before and friends talking bollocks but a bit different in that we're not uh, we we don't have a scenario we aren't talking about movies there's no real lessons to be to be had from this episode if, if, if you would ever dare say that you learn a lesson from other episodes but yeah so we'll be back to normal soon enough but for now this is the year of the snow Yeah, so I'm sitting with Gordo from Those Conspiracy Guys. Hello, Johnny. And Mark, who was also on Those Conspiracy Guys. Mm-hmm. Hello. Uh, what, what episode are you on again? JP Morgan. And oh, yes. Been on a few. Why press play? Yeah. And just why press play? Lord of Mercy on that one. Yeah, no, it's coming IP. back. It's coming back. I just had a really busy. <laughs> you better use the one I recorded. A really busy Christmas season. I have like twenty one oh, yeah, of them in the can. One. Of me too. Yeah, I've like twenty one episodes in the can, but I just haven't got them out yet. Stop teasing, whip it out. I'm actually, I'm actually thinking about repurposing the whole show and just doing it without guests and doing it on my own because it'd be way easier to make and then distribute. And it means I could do it when I'm on the road in America. Yeah, so. yeah. you just do it when you're on the toilet. Like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just very, carry zoom around. But do it on the way back from the <laughs> cinema. It's very difficult to do that stuff uh, when you have such a big workload. Like I didn't yeah. know it was going to get so busy, you know. But nights when you're stuck in the house. You know, maybe even snowed in. It's a good excuse to, yeah, to just get that work done. You know, clean the grout out of the bathroom <laughs> that you were working on. Or you're so busy these days that it's like I often picture it's like, how is Gordo going to turn taking a shit into another podcast? <laughs> yeah. It's like it's the only window of time that he's not currently working. Whenever like, I'm taking a rate, shit, man. Ratemyshit.com. Whenever I'm taking a shit, that's when if you ever get a reply to me on Reddit, that's <laughs> that's when I'm having a shite. Do you? uh Bring your phone into the bathroom always? Always. Like, never not. What else are you going to do in there? Sit there and... Look at the wall. Ha- look know. at what the fuck is... <laughs> no, but like, I do find it's where I like have good ideas and yeah. stuff. So if I'm not doing anything else, like I have epiphanies. Like, no, so I, I have, um, I call them chimpanzee moments. Right. During the day where I'll go out. And the other way, like chimpanzees uh, would be f- just fluting around in the jungle. And they lie it on the floor and they get like a bit of a stick and chew it like a Southern American hick. <laughs> and just like throw one leg over the other and their two hands behind their head and they're just all like looking off into the sky just thinking about shit. Yeah. Uh, stoned ape theory. Is that when you think about shit? 
that's when I think about when you're taking a shit. Yeah. The sh- like the shower thoughts, as they're called. You know these. Yeah, yeah. The t- toilet moments. I have them like, you know, when the, when the cat cohesion when the kettle is boiling. You them shower moments. Yeah, you just have to work it down the plug hole with your foot. But like I do that with um, when I'm boiling the kettle, I boil the kettle and I just be like, yeah, and that kind of tonal. Yeah, yeah, hypnosis. But now, like, I got an espresso machine recently, so it's really quick, uh, and so I don't have those moments anymore. Yeah, I know. I've I, gotten less productive now thanks to Nestle. I need to. I need something to occupy me because my shit's come along in. This conversation took a turn. Really yeah, <laughs> when it comes along, you said about <laughs> yeah, toilet. Yeah, no, no. quality always straight <laughs> yeah. to the dick. They come or the, or the butt, yeah. but they come out. They come out in. Um, they, they come like a, a public public transport, you know, like mm. there's one or two will come together at the start, and then you're waiting ages, and then like the one that you're actually waiting for will come after like five or six minutes. I was waiting yeah. for this to take a turn towards the point, but no, no. <laughs> well, it's funny because like Gordo set up a perfect segue to talk about the snow, and yeah. I just brought let up, it go. I just <laughs> kept with the toilet talk. Yeah. So apologies for that, but you did back to your segue about snow. So uh, we had a uh, pretty, pretty severe snowstorm. Well, was it severe? It was severe. It was severe. A lot of people didn't think so. It was a red alert. Yeah. Uh, there's insurance companies all over Ireland that are shitting themselves because they have to pay out on wages and lost stock. And loads of cars got damaged when they were trying to drive in it because people are like, ah, it's only been a fucking frozen water. But it's, it's actually like there was seven, eight foot snow drifts. And yeah, yeah. Do you know, it was serious it was pretty, stuff. Like. It was pretty bad in that department. I guess... Just when you compare it to uh, other countries. Even compared to other countries. I've lived in countries that have, like, snow environments in wintertime. And they have infrastructure, like, you know, giant trucks that will clean the roads. The the way the walls are built and stuff, there's not so much of a fetch. So in the country, you had, like, eight, ten-foot snowdrifts because there was, like, two miles of clear... Open space. Unimpeded yeah, space yeah, yeah. where the wind would blow the snow up into these big massive hills. Like that doesn't happen in other countries because there's like breaks in the road and there's breaks. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's all built for it. So I, we're I totally did, unprepared here. I did see some images from down your way, Mark, yeah. where the fucking stop sign. The yeah. snow yeah. People is covered. standing on stop signs. Yeah, in yeah. Wexford and all that, the same. Like, And if you go, if you go on a soft patch, like it happened to me uh, when I, uh, I was walking through Tallinn in Estonia. And uh, at the Tallinn, side, not Tala. Yeah, Tala in Estonia. <laughs> uh, w- uh, there's a there's like the on the highways. There's these like walkways. Mm. So like the highway has maybe a 15 foot drop all the way down to the road. Uh, so it's like in a gully, like in Terminator yeah. Two, you know. And then up on the sides, uh, there's like the walkway where you can walk home. And then there's yeah. like little bridges and stuff. So when you're coming off the bridge and you turn onto the path, you don't know which bit is the path and which bit is the snowdrift. That leads to like a fifteen foot drop, and I yeah. fell down there more than once. And you go down to that motherfucker when you're as big as me, and you'll go like eight nine feet down into, and you hit compressed snow, yeah, and it's like yeah. it's like hitting a, a hard mattress from nine feet. Like it's not pleasant. Mm. And then you have to find which way is up, and then you have to kick your way out of a four foot deep snowdrift to find yourself standing on the middle of a fucking highway, like. Fuck. If yeah, that was happening Jesus. out in the country, some you know, some child is like, I'm gonna have to play and then running along, it's like, Is that a is that a stop sign? Like do your little boy do your <laughs> little boy one. As if you fell in the snowdrift. <laughs> Go on. 
help, help me. I'm after falling into the snow and it's freezing. My little, my, my little rosebud penis is frozen. <laughs> so creepy yeah it's bad but like <laughs> when like, you see like when you close your eyes it's fine but when you see you doing it I, it just I do the, the mouth I do the mouth because it helps with the voice but he, it looks like Quato from Total Recall he goes like Christy Brown like he's full like in his role in my left foot he like rolls his chin into his shoulder and like melts and his like, face up the little <laughs> little fingers are little moving hands <laughs> to get the character <laughs> yeah like you uh, squinch in and make your hand look smaller yeah because like, I'm a baby yeah. whatever the creepiest thing you ever saw in the dark corner of a nightclub that was just what happened there I have an aftershock please <laughs> but yeah like if you have a small child goes out yeah. into that and they're, and they're walking on the thing and they hit a patch of fresh soft stuff that's not compressed there's like whoop, and they're down two three feet yeah, there's yeah. no way that's, the child's getting out of that mm. like it'd be brown bread so it is, it is, it was dangerous and it was a red alert and it was low like I was supposed to go to the Open Minds Conference in Waterford which is a a, co- a collectivization of uh, speakers from all over Europe coming together to talk about, you know, free love and the free love highway, politics and, and renewable energy and all these type of esoteric kind of, yeah, f- yeah. you know, uh, uh, hippy-dippy shit, they'd call it, you know, the people <laughs> who don't believe, you know. There was, like, yoga people and people talking about, like, fluoride in the water and people talking about health and diet. It's and quite a mix. Yeah. Yoga. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> fluoride in the water. Yeah, I mean, it's all part of that whole... Uh, esoteric business but like that had to be called off there was nobody working in the hotel people couldn't travel the planes were now, well, you like know the buses city, like, the city was completely shut down yeah. for a few days do you know what I mean so it wasn't just the fucking snowstorm and people are all like the, the memes that were coming up was like uh, uh, you know Ireland and it was like loads of people stuck in 10 foot snow and like England and it was like no traffic on the road and it was like Amsterdam and it was like cunts like skating on the on the ice rink yeah. and then it was just like Finland it was just had Wednesday underneath it and you're mm-hmm. like yeah you're showing off snow having <laughs> bastards up in Finland but like they were totally prepared for it yeah yeah of course but to give context and to your listeners like Irish people absolutely lose their fucking minds yeah. with like a centimetre of snow lands and that's it. Schools are canceled. Is it sticking? Everything's yeah. Is it so sticking? They, yeah, is it sticking yet? Is, is it sticking? sticking? <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, there's no way back. We've never experienced anything even close to that. You've got to go back to like 84. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that was the last one. Right? 82? 82, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I remember, remember one in the 90s, like maybe two foot of snow. But nothing as bad as that. The one in 82, my mother actually got stuck on the dual carriageway giving birth to my brother. Oh, really? I still have a theory that that's why he's an asshole. But. Is that your brother? <laughs> is that your brother Snowy? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, actually, just on the last episode we Snowy done, Snowy Mangan, huh? The last episode we done, which was months ago at this point, Shane was telling a story about his dad, how like they had to abandon their cars on the Malahide Road in the eighty-two and yeah. just walk home. And when he came back the next day to get it, the cars were gone. And what do you mean gone? There was no cars on the high, on the road, like the ghost cars of the blizzard. But that, and then they realised because we're walking on them. <gasps> oh fuck! Yeah, wow. <laughs> they're just buried in the snow. And then the ice king came over the top of the hill and was all like, <laughs> no, "Come at me, <laughs> yeah, bro!" Yeah, but um, yeah, so that was fairly bad. But like that happened this year too. Like there was. Car- I don't know if it was on Blade roads abandoning this. In Calera, it was buried. Yeah, it was yeah, But what's yeah. happening is people were driving into the snow and it's compressing. Yeah, and they don't realize like it's it's when it compresses like that, it's hard ice. Mm. So they're driving and it's collecting at the front of the car, and then the car starts slowing down, and they're like, 
Uh, and then eventually they're just like up on a hill of snow underneath your car that won't melt. Mm. There's still bits of snow around the road from la- from, oh, yeah, yeah. from people compressing it. Yeah. When you compress it, it's, it retains its its low temperature. Well, we're like, going to be going to the park in a bit. Like you can bet there'll still be snow around absolutely, there. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Like, because there's so much shade as well. <gasps> but uh, which do you think was worse? Because we had the big freeze in like two years in a row. We I had. think this was worse. Yeah, it was. It, it's it was more severe, but it was also like it lasted a few days. Whereas, like I remember the big freeze just fucking didn't end until like mid January. Like it started just before Christmas and then didn't yeah. end until the middle. The two thousand and ten cold snap was the, the year of the man who slipped on the ice. Yeah, yeah. That was probably the coldest I've ever felt Ireland in my life. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember, and I've been in like minus forty degree. Heat, heat, uh, weather like yeah. minus 40 degree temperature but you're inland and it's like a dry it's like a dry cold it's not like Ireland is like a wet cold it gets you right down to your bones but like the dry cold it's just like yeah it's minus 40 yeah, there yeah. but you can go out in a jacket and a hat and be grand do you know what I mean yeah yeah like this my, my beard I had a big massive Captain Birdseye beard so when I when I had a shower in the morning, if I didn't dry it properly and I went out, <laughs> the hair would yeah. freeze and then it'd melt and it'd break all over my jumper. So I'd have like loads of bits of broken hair because it froze and broke. Wow. That's how cold it was. But you don't feel it inside your no, no, bones, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's like scarf, gloves, hat, coat, your grand. Mm. A thing that did annoy me though, when they salt all the pats, uh, and it it melts the snow, the snow mixes in with the salt and then soaks up the bottom of your pants. But it, ble- it leaves a ring of bleach around all your pants. Because oh. whatever's in the salt, it bleaches like the bottom. So everyone's going around looking like they're wearing fucking tie-dye yeah. bottoms. Like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you see, I was mostly wearing like boots, so like yeah. to be stuffed in anyway. And boots are even dangerous. Like if you don't, a lot of people have a habit. Like if you're living in Eastern Europe or any country that has like snow on the reg, this habit that you have to get of kicking out the compressed snow out of the, the, oh, yeah. the teeth in your boots. Yeah, yeah. People don't do that. And they're walking along yeah. and the, the snow is getting compressed and compressed. And it's like, okay, you're making ice slippers yeah, for yourself. Yeah. Get ready to fall, <coughs> motherfucker. You're just walking inside then on tile floor with boots. And they, they, they like, they get through the snow without slipping and then they step inside. And As in whoop. Yeah. yeah. Down. So did you stay in Dublin or did you head down to I was in Dublin for it, yeah. So how did you find it? Stuck. Uh, I wasn't, well, I was stuck in a sense, but I had plenty, like, I I didn't need to go to the shop. like Food, milk, anything. lube, toilet roll. I had everything. I had, like, all my homebrew, everything. I didn't like, even need to nice. use the fridge. Do you think that there's going to be, like, a baby boom in nine months? Oh, are you definitely? Oh, yeah. There was lots of chilling. And Netflix. And Netflix, thing. I assume. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would um, love to get the stats from Netflix. Yeah. To see, right, because there's such a phenomenon on the Saturday and Sunday when you weren't, well, maybe the Friday and the Saturday, no one could go anywhere. Nothing was open and everyone was off school and off work. Yeah. Like you couldn't leave your house. Right? Yeah. The homicide rate, s- the Netflix yeah, rate. Yeah. <laughs> the, I want to see the crime, what what kind of crime weights went, crime weights went down. Except and, for the little robbery, but anyway. But what I want to see is the Netflix stats of... TV shows that nobody normally watches mm. but when they were stuck in for like 48 hours they were like I'm going to give this a chance and they take a chance on it and then binge mm. the whole lot so like, previ- like previously zero yeah, watched yeah. shows that suddenly went vump and got a massive bump yeah. I want to see what those are because they're yeah. the hidden it's gems unfortunate on Netflix that, yeah. it's unfortunate that Netflix never released stats but you know who I'm sure they can I'm sure they well, have they their don't. own stats like. oh yeah they, they of course keep them but they, it's a policy not to release them alright oh, um, yeah, like Altered Carbon Whopper 
Horror. We watched, I, I watched Queer Eye. Like all eight episodes of Queer Eye. Is you that, watch, did you watch that? I haven't seen it. Is in, have they rebooted that? Yeah, they rebooted it with five American dudes. Okay. And like, I even know Queer all Eye, of their names. Like Queer as Folk? No, it's Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, where, where there's oh, five gay lads. I was thinking lads. of Queer as Folk as well. They've rebooted That's that as well, though. Okay. I, I, I imagine. That's the one that had, um, uh, Gab- not Gabriel Byrne. Your uh, man, though. Little Finger. Little Finger. That had yeah. Little Finger in it. Getting rimmed. <laughs> It's funny, I was going to, <laughs> yeah. for some reason, I was going to go with CIA guy from Dark Knight Rises. No. Like, <laughs> <"What?"> <laughs> yeah, we know. Uh, 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 Aiden Gillen. Aiden, Aiden Gillen. Gillen. Yeah, Aiden Gillen's in, in, in Queer, uh, Queer as Folk. And they have rebooted that. But Queer Eye is like five gay lads. One of them is lifestyle. Oh, to give you a makeover. Yeah, one of them is like clothing. One of them is like uh, beauty and fashion. Jeez, this was like a Power Rangers. This was a severe story. It wasn't. I had that earmarked to watch. I was like, I'm going to give that a little, a little <laughs> run. And Claire was like, oh my God, brilliant. Can we watch that? And we watched the first episode. It was roaring crying. It was a man in his mid-50s who totally let himself go. He was sitting on this lazy boy in a small like basement apartment that you invariably find people who have committed suicide in mm. uh, is that type of place you know yeah, it's like a, yeah. you know the uh, iced tea you'd walk in and go this motherfucker killed himself credits <laughs> um, uh, yeah and uh, he was just like let his beard grow he had like lupus so all the veins in his face where he's like totally like fucking prune plum face uh, he was just wearing like beige shorts Timberlands and like shirts that barely shut on him and he's like just eating processed food the whole day. It was a fucking mess of a man in his mid fifties. And as the show went along, he was so happy and so sound and so nice. And then he we found out that he was married three times and his last wife left him because she's just like he's a hopeless case. And he's like, She the love of my life. I just love her. I think about her every day. I wish she'd come back to me. And then these five gay lads came in, did up his whole apartment, did up his whole wardrobe. Brought him to the fucking hairdressers and, and got his beard done and all this stuff. Gave him loads of treatment for his lupus and changed his diet and did all this stuff. Is this documentary? It's like a documentary. But it's like a, a reality fiction, show. Fiction no, it's real. Like all right. Five dudes came in and changed this motherfucker's mm. life. And on Twitter, one of the lads, Jonathan, who's like the super sassy one with the long hair. He who's, is. Who is the hero, right? <laughs> uh, retweeted, this, retweeted this old dude's uh, tweet. That he got back with his ex-wife because wow. she's like she he cleaned up and he lost a lot of weight and all that stuff. Mm. And I was like, oh my god! Like waving my hand in front of my eye, going, "I promised myself I wouldn't do this." Like it was fucking. Epic. Would you've been this emotional about it if you hadn't watched it during the during the snow. I'm actually getting very emotional in the last while. I don't know what happened. There's like a dam that broke in my mind. I used mm-hmm. to be almost emotionless. Mm. Right. I think the last of the alcohol and drugs have worn off, and now I'm very. <laughs> I watch movies and I'm all like, <laughs> or maybe I'm just not hanging out with men enough or something. Yeah, well, it could be as well. Like doing the podcast, you've been hearing from a lot of people who. Oh yeah. You know, maybe the pod who the po- who say the podcast helps them and stuff. Like, yeah, emotionally changes. I their would say you outlook. hang out with a lot of men. <laughs> yeah, but not a lot of men. Not as much as I used to. Well, you live I, you live with a woman. So. Yeah, and I hang out with her friends quite a bit. Like, so it's a lot of female context, and maybe it's just you know, the estrogen in my. But I was wondering why my breasts are aching. 
I was like, you're just oh. developing a healthier outlook. Maybe I'm just having healthy emotional responses to things. Being human for a change. Exactly. <laughs> Not <laughs> stuffing my emotions down like so Deep much down. compacted snow. Oh, there you go. But Sorry, so this then. is what I was meant to say earlier when I was saying about Netflix not releasing stats, but Pornhub always does. Oh, I'd oh, say it was up They the must m- have released. I'm going to check. They check must Pornhub stats, absolutely. Also, this brings up the Hawaiian incident. What was that? Oh, yeah. The uh, <laughs> There was a text message sent out after somebody basically pressed the wrong button, which shouldn't be possible by design, but was, was possible and oh, was done. Oh, shit. Pushed the button to send out a text message the to everybody in Hawaii yeah. saying there's an imminent nuclear attack. Basically, people thought, and this happened about half eight in the morning, quarter past eight. So thought Kim Jong Un had yeah, yeah. It's, it's obviously it was, it was it was a risk region, so they were that was a, like a legitimate thing that could happen. Mm. So everybody just woke up to this text message saying like, "There's a nuke coming." You know, say goodbye, take shelter. Fuck, and go then, in, rob Target, yeah, smash the place up, kill ev- that guy you were planning on ev- killing. Everybody thinks like, oh yeah, you know, the world is ending, what would I do? And like rip clothes off, immediately fuck on ground. And I was like, no. Leave porn, out porn Leave out pronouns. <laughs> yeah, no, no time for pronouns. Immediately, <laughs> like, fuck on ground. Rock-based grammar. Um, <laughs> but yeah, everybody presumes that like... Pornhub would just kind of the stats would go off the chart. They didn't. They like crashed through the floor. So there was like a massive but. drop. Wait, there was a massive drop <laughs> j- as it was happening, and then a, 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 like a redaction went out, and they um, said, "Oh, it's actually there's it a false alarm. Yeah. Don't worry about it." And the stats went through the roof. <laughs> yeah. So it was like peaks and drops. The yeah. relief wank. Yeah, it was the, just ma- like, that's epic it. Like relief they wank. had got so many endorphins running from the panic. Yeah. yeah, that they had to like they had to get rid of that energy. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where, where do all my endorphins collect? Well, in I my was testicles. Amazed by that stat, though, is like even where it was, where it was before the scare, yeah, mm. was really high, and it was like half eight in the morning or something. Like who's who's getting out of bed? I you know, on the on the ah. bus on the way into work. Yeah, like. come to wank on the bus. <laughs> I, That's I, what I mean. I would almost guarantee you that the Pornhub stats were during the snow were lower than the average because the whole house is full of people. And oh, all your family and your a, granny and yeah, your yeah. brothers and sisters like there was no sp- there was no oh, like right. window of <laughs> Jeez, 20 I'm, minutes when my, everyone's out of the house my mind went to uh, it was like oh they're all fucking each other <laughs> yeah, and well, then you went family, granny. I was like, oh no, no, okay, that's not, not what you meant. <laughs> yeah, it's not the fucking aristocrats or something like. <laughs> I was like people at home, just like everyone's I at home. So what else? Are you I can't do? find a stat for the most recent storm, but for storm Ophelia yeah. back in October, female traffic shot up fifty three percent, and male traffic shot up thirty four percent. Female traffic shot up fifty three. That's an gusty, windy, yeah. stormy conditions. Yeah. Lots of low, low rumbling uh, frequencies. Still, said tones of nature. <laughs> but so that's a pretty. It's both are pretty high rise. That's pretty that high, high, yeah. But I'm surprised, yeah, that the female traffic was higher. So does this mean people are going to get into like inside trader things about like investing in Pornhub when bad wet hurricanes are coming <laughs> yeah, in and I'm then go- dumping their stuff? I'm going to short Pornhub. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> short wank. Yeah. Do do yeah? Do Pornhub have their own? Uh, Cryptocurrency, maybe. Oh like yeah, jizz books. <laughs> <laughs> Man, jizz books are on Tit the rise. Coin. <laughs> yeah, <tit-coin. laughs> Yeah, that's that's better. That's <laughs> better. That's so good. It might already be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> if they can make garlic coin, they can make tit coin. Yeah. Um, uh, I I I have one fan uh, uh, who's a friend as well. Uh, Northern Guard is his handle. Yes. Yeah, and he's telling me to get into crypto. He's like. 
dude, take all the money from the GoFundMe and put buy loads I of saw, yeah, he's, buy loads he's of crypto. He's mad into crypto, yeah. and I'm like. That's like gambling. That's, yeah. I'm not going to ever do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have enough stress in my life no, right now. It's worth worrying about if a fucking like a fake currency is going yeah. to tank. If you're going to do something like that, like take like two hundred quid, but that's it. Like, you yeah. But if you're going to go do it, you go bigger. You go home. Like, if I put if I put all of the GoFundMe stuff like into Bitcoin now, That'd I could buy one Bitcoin. Madness. Yeah, but in six months' time, it could be triple the value. Well, that's yeah. Like I mean, I bought, I or it could be <laughs> nothing. Nothing. <laughs> but it's just so weird that like you know people are still going. Oh man, put your put, buy loads of stuff and you make yeah. all the money to go to America. I'm like, mm, Bitconnect. Yeah, Bitconnect. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if I it's, do that. You know? It can disappear we, in the morning. I, I hope Norton Gord isn't investing all his money I don't in it. Is, I, yeah. don't think I think he's peppering around all the altcoins. But it's something that you do he's sit around. He's just hoping you'll do it so it's like the price. It'll uh, cause the yeah, price that's to another go way up, to like. do it. Like the way to legitimately pump up one of them. But yeah. it's, a pyra- like that's like a, that's a pyramid scheme, you know? That's like yeah. fucking Herbalife or something. Yeah. But it's some, that's, they're the things that you sit around on a, on a day when you can't leave the house. They're the conversations that you have. You know, like stuff that you wouldn't even even imagine talking about. Yeah, because yeah. you're in close proximity with all these people that you're not usually in as long a proximity with for a really long time. Like there's adults in Ireland that were conversing with their parents, probably on a on a human like on a level. four four days of constant Christmas contact. Yeah. Like even at Christmas, you can be like, I'm on oh, you go, up to me girlfriend's pub, like. house, or I'm going to you know Stevens's day. Everyone goes out Stevens's night traditionally just to get the fuck away yeah, from yeah. there. Yeah, home. I did go out. Uh, to build an igloo just for that reason just to and get out of the house even though like, I like broke my back about a third of the way in I, <laughs> I kept going until yeah. about four o'clock so h- how many people were you indoors with? one and a cat oh, that wasn't okay. even mine we took <laughs> one sheltering from the storm oh okay you took in a snow cat? yeah how did you keep it? it was very hard not to keep he really wanted to stay it took like you're a fan of, of cats. I, I, I am discipline of iron not to feed him the next day. He was just like, <laughs> he already thought he lived there. He basically started letting himself in, jumping through windows and just sleeping in rooms. And it was like, all right, even though you're like kind of ferocious and you bit my mother's hand and infected her, <laughs> and like you're pretty wild and crazy and feral, I'm just gonna like let you sleep there. And that kind of happened for a few months. And then when the storm hit, he just was like, I'm not going anywhere. Did y- did the pubs down your way stay? Sorry to... Com- S- uh, some are snowed in. Some did open the day after. So they're like, until the weatherman says Every, we can't. Everywhere I mm. normally drink was still open. Yeah, but they were closing yeah. at nine o'clock to let the staff get home. Yeah, yeah, but... At a reasonable hour. But the fact that... Like, <laughs> the fact that, like, emergency shops services... Were, yeah, shops, shops were weren't closed, open. Schools are closed. Like, Everything was closed, pub, the pubs are open. I went into three pubs on the Saturday evening. And we only left because the pub owners went, get the fuck out, we have no more drink. <laughs> <laughs> in three places. <laughs> the same, the, the in three places. I swear to God, they're like, get out, we have no more drink. And we went into one place and there was three lads sitting at the bar and some of the, one of the scaldiest looking women. She looked like a rubbish bag had come to life, right? <laughs> And she was out there sitting there with loads of pints in front of them of Coors Light that they'd bought in bulk. Oh, and then they hoarded were, it. People yeah. were coming in and going, can I get a pint? And they were like, we'll sell you one of these pints for 20 euro. Oh. And then loads of people were like, no, you're grand. I just go to some other place. There is no other place. And you're like, we have all the drink. 
and then it's just like good luck drinking that. You know? Yeah, your warm Coors Light. Yeah, yeah. Like, the uh, the off license in Spar Friday evening empty. Like, it was complete. The only thing left was Budweiser. I know, <laughs> yeah. like even in the apocalypse. They yeah. would I went to Lidl on Saturday morning and walked through the snow, uh, made sure not to slip. I got to Lidl, uh, for, and for those who don't know, it's a giant supermarket chain. Mm-hmm. Empty, MT. But, but still standing. But still standing, <laughs> yeah. And uh, th- there was like maybe some small bits of rotten fruit, loads of like biscuits and cakes, mm. but no meat, no veg, yeah, yeah. no good fruit, no mm. cheese, no milk, no dairy, no uh, uh, any kind of dairy products or any kind of uh, uh, juices, any drinks. Any kind of cured meats, like not every bit was gone. Yeah. When yeah. I was in Tesco, the only except thing for Hovis whole meal bread, <laughs> the British bread. Every bit yeah. of bread in the whole place was gone, <laughs> except for about nine yeah. loaves of English bread. Yeah. And people are going on going Hovis, get away with me with the Hovis. Yeah. For listeners, bread and milk were the were the big items yeah. during the storm. The only reason I left the house was to go get milk for tea. And then when I was out, I went to six different stores and none of them had milk. I was like, oh, it is a real emergency. Yes. But it just goes to show you how quick... We, we talked about it at the live show in the Sugar Club, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's said there's three days of food. The myth of the food Ireland. chain, yeah. There is... Fu- there's, there's one. There's one yeah, day yeah. of food. It shows well, that, There's three days on a normal day, but the disaster scenario in where disaster people want to stock up. There's so fragile. Done. Yeah. But like, we, th- were, we were done. There was no milk. There was no food. Like, literally every supermarket was empty. There'd be people but breaking also, into cafes. But also, people were buying shit they didn't need, yeah. and that's what creates a demand. Like nobody, mm, yeah. like you. I saw people with trolleys with like five loaves of bread. It's like yeah. who the fuck is going to eat? But if you're eating five loaves off. of bread in you're three days. You've got a problem. <laughs> you be you, shitting shovel handles yeah. on Monday. So yeah, the, the things that were missing out the one I was in was or things that were left was salad. <laughs> so apparently, people in Nice, even in the apocalypse, will not eat salad. And the other one was soy milk. So oh, people really? were like, you know, mm. there's no milk anywhere. And they were like tearing down buildings <laughs> to get it. But there's still, it was like, the soy milk there, fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Soy milk it's is not milk. pretty awful. I, I, I well, nah, for health soy reasons, milk, I, I drink soy, soy milk. Soy milk there. is like licking out your it, sister. It, it, it tastes <laughs> kind of the same, but there's something weird about it. Do you do you have it in coffee and tea, though? Yeah. It's not good. See, that's what, like, I could probably... It makes tea taste rotten. Yeah, like, I, I find that... You don't like your tea chalky. It rises to the top and yeah. stuff, and... I Cream of the crop doesn't need a pig because <laughs> a pig is a cop. Yeah, it's rotten though. The water issue, like where every mm. fucking bottle of water in, in the city was bought up. But this is what I mean. Like in an apocalypse, in a in a in a day after tomorrow scenario. Yeah. Have you done that movie yet on the show? No, no. The day after tomorrow. We might do that. It's yeah, one of my yeah, favorite movies. Jake Gyllenhaal. Um like an actual favourite movie or ironic the way Mark's favourite movie is Con Air, like it's the room. <laughs> oh well, yeah. Actually. And it's one, it's one notable, of it's one second. of my favorite movies. Yeah? Okay. Just for the oh look at that! Imagine, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because there was loads of them that came out like <laughs> you run a movie podcast <laughs> and that's like your movie insight. Ah, look at that! <laughs> yeah, but like there's loads like 2012 and all of these apocalypse films that didn't really cut the mustard. But the day after tomorrow gave me genuine dread. Did it? Genuine mm. dread. I was mm. like, because that's how it could happen. A big tidal wave, and then it freezes. Mm. Do you know? And then, like, you run away, and then the frost will freeze the door, but not the room inside. And I'm like, oh, science doesn't work. Personally, that movie left me cold. Oh. 
the scene where they run. Oh, it did though. Jake Gyllenhaal. The, isn't there a scene where they actually run from the cold? Yeah, that's like, they're running in the hall and then they shut the yeah. door and then the cold stops at the door and goes, oh, the door's closed. That's like just, M. Night Shyamalan, Heimla, Heimla yeah, and shit. Crazy. And then they were like burning books in the fire and they were going like, that's the memories of our civilization. And it's like, yeah, but I'm cold. <laughs> that's it was it was that's like me if mam tells me to put the heating down Wait, and put a jumper on yeah i'm like but i'm cold yeah what's the point in having heating we live in the fucking western world here pretty much well we were we got to that from you were saying about supply yeah the supply stuff like if a disaster if a disaster happened like uh, uh the day after tomorrow we'd all be fucked fucked yeah like yeah. it's done in a day in a day i did see we that. were Devoid of but, all food, yeah, of all food. But, and this is my point: like, that the snow was still out there today. And we'd that, all be dying yeah, of yeah. starvation right now. And that's it. And it's because so the water thing. Why is getting at? So people bought all the water in the city during the snowstorm. Wasn't an issue that you needed water. If you did, there was fucking eight foot of snow outside your house. You could <laughs> actually <laughs> boil it. Like, yeah, yeah. But then what happened a few days later? After it starts to tow and pipes start to crack, then there started to be water outages. Yeah. Mm. and there was no water to be found in shops because yeah. a week beforehand fuckers had bought everything I think, I think not needing it you know people create a demand then when it's actually needed yeah, it, it's so funny that yeah, the, simply the fluctuations in behaviour caused a lot of those problems yeah. like <laughs> the one where there was genuine water uh, risk in terms of supply like uh, the days after because people kept leaving taps on to prevent pipes from breaking yeah. so there was people leaving reservoirs were empty and shit reservoir like, yeah. levels dropped and there was a genuine threat where the the water product the the cleaning process yeah. plants they couldn't produce enough water for the normal standard and they had already dropped below their percentage of wow. control so yeah. it was like there was an actual problem created sure, by people don't know how to people act that's the thing like. yeah, but, people that's but there's loads the of countries that have that kind of weather all the time and are totally prepared and grand like, this is probably the argument of Irish people losing their fucking minds. It's, I think it's, it was a quintessentially <laughs> Irish problem. They didn't have these kind of problems in England because no, they still had supply really. chains and all that stuff. Yeah. They had vehicles out to clear the roads to make sure the trucks got in for the Tesco's and the Duns and all. Our Tesco's and Duns and Lidl's were just Dug out decimated. Yeah. They stopped delivering. They, they only just started decimated. delivering like... On Mondays. Yeah, like yeah. this week. But like, done. And if it hadn't lasted any longer, could we have got away with it? The mm. epitome of this happened the last time there was a big f- uh, freeze in Ireland and the whole of Ireland ran out of salt. Yeah. yeah. Like we literally didn't have enough salt to salt the roads and they had to close the roads because they were too icy. Like we're underprepared. We're a cool Absolutely. temperate Western margin country that has the North Atlantic drift that cools our waters and keeps our shores clean. Mm. Like, we're not used to that type of weather. And so the argument is, should we spend a lot of money to prepare for well, a disaster thing, like that and have a whole dose of tractors sitting out on the Nace Road waiting to go up and down the <laughs> M50? That's the thing about us being small. With fucking is things on the front of it, like the, the troughs to push the snow. Like, that's a lot of expense. That's the thing about the small economy is that we, we, we so many things collapse in scale if they, if they get placed yeah. in Ireland. And the thing is, as soon as the snow hit and everything got really big and there was loads of people going around going like, oh, we play... The council hasn't even cleared their own car park. Who pays the rates and all yeah. this stuff? And it was like, if you want to pay enough rates to keep a snow plough mm. in Kildare, your rates are going to go up quite a fucking lot. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to give out about your rates. Of course. Which, at which so. point, the rates will be lowered. They'll get rid of the digger, which is what they did, actually, in Kildare. And then the snow hit and they were fucked because there was no snow digger. So 
And then, it, you know, this problem happens seasonally year on year. So the same thing happened with the salt, where they had a load of stockpiled salt. It wasn't used something like two years in a row. And they eventually, I think they resold it they back. Sold it back. Yeah, 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 they yeah. sold it back to the supplier. And then we had like the big freeze. Yeah. And there was salt needed everywhere. They had fuck all. And they ran out and they were like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Who real. Who sells like, salt back? I know. This is like free market it's like sake. neoliberal politics but, but it's just the, like it, the resource was needed elsewhere so they sold it my yeah, brother yeah. my brother lives, in, lives in, in the EU like. yeah mm. but my brother lives in Bray and he used to live in Canada for like seven eight years mm. and they have snow and mm. everybody has to have a kind of a little socialist thing going on over in Canada but they have a very socially conscious population so what everybody does whenever it has a bad snow you go out and you clear the fucking snow out of your driveway and off the public footpath in front of your house. Mm. And everybody does their own footpath, yeah. so all the footpaths are clean. And he did his, and took a picture of it, and yeah. showed it, being a good Canadian citizen, I'm in the habit of cleaning off snowy footpaths, and he did next door's one on either side as well, and then the whole rest of the road is just covered in shite and snow. So all you have to do is go out with a little brush or a shovel mm. and go... F -f 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 that's so funny because I was. And if everybody did that, no one would be slipping on. Yeah. This is I, this is so funny because like I was in the exact polar opposite world on my road, which is like a cul-de-sac full of old guards, old retired guards. They all cleared their driveway except for me, and I was living <laughs> in the, I was living in the house of uh, like pretty much on my own, and I was just like, look at these fucking idiots. They're all like seventy. They're out there uh, breaking their holes, clearing yeah. out driveways. Every day, like four days in a row. Yeah, because they're 70, dude. They don't want to... If they fall, it might be their last yeah, fall. That's it. You're, that's, yeah, you're yeah. here. And you're not your house back. is now earmarked for a drugs raid at some point. So <laughs> be careful. Oh, God. But yeah, yeah like, that's I, just a test. Like, whoever does some... Who, yeah, you're a yeah. bat. You're the shitbag yeah, on yeah. the street. So the thing was, like, every day they were it's clearing like them out. house didn't get egged at Halloween. It's like, well, <laughs> we know. So they were all clear except for mine. And I was just kept looking out every day. And I was just like, he's fucking 74. He's like 72. He's like 68. But they're working like, dudes. They, they don't mind a bit of work, man. But, they don't mind like a bit of oh, cold. That's the thing. I was, look, you're, talk, you're always talking about digging holes and filling them in for the council. Yeah. This was lads literally digging holes. Like, and maybe then their, maybe their wives were on. coming home and they were like, I don't want to have to pay for a titanium hip for Mary, so I just fucking dig a bit of snow. Also, yeah, yeah. it's something to do in the daytime. Uh, that's more... It's it, more like, that. The lads, the, were, yeah, the lads were out in the cul-de-sac going, just like, Jez, it's awful. Oh, that's not great, no. And it's just, yeah. th that was basically the talk but all like, day, every day. How many, miss working, like. yeah, how many people much. do you think went to the supermarket and stocked up on loads of stuff? Okay, loads, because the supermarkets were empty. How many people do you think bought stuff in that massive supermarket surge and then went up with two litres of milk and two loaves of bread and a bit of ham and a bit of cheese for, you know, Dolores up the road, who's 72, who couldn't get out in time and who may or may not be able to afford to turn her heating on, and she might be freezing up the house. Mm. How many people in Ireland do you think went up and took care of those people? In How the many country, there'd be a we lot. Did. A lot? I yeah. did as well. I went over to but my neighbour. But in Dublin, would there have been many, do you think? I think there would have been a bit, but no, I won't. I mean, <coughs> people don't know, like in Dublin, you might not know yeah. that there's a there's more 70 year old woman living across from you. Whereas in the country, everybody knows. It's bridges. And even within, yeah. <laughs> within Dublin, there is that sort of like disappearing community but there used to be a very present community so the old com the older people would tend to be very community orientated mm. particularly in patches like i got that look in a lot in the kind of north when i lived on the north side because people tended to like the old ones kind of all knew each other yeah, they all yeah. talked and they all kind of know mass so there is a bit of a parish mass thing yeah. going on they would kind of know each other there would still be an old dublin community but like in the, in newer generations you would you could live here and not know your neighbor yeah. for seven years like 
Um, yeah, I mean, I've, we've been to like parties next door, and they've been here. I still don't know what their names like. <laughs> <Pretty> <laughs> Me too. But yeah, I ended up calling over to my neighbor, bringing her biscuits and tea, and making sure she was okay, and trying trying to like really test that kind of that answer. Like, do you have milk? I was like, I'm <laughs> grand. It's like, oh, it's like, do you have milk? I I'm like waterboarding her. Like, yeah. do you have milk? <laughs> <laughs> you you arrived at the door and she opened it up and she's like, oh, finally, I'm going to find out what this Netflix and chill is all about. <laughs> Come in, Mark. I have a hot cup of tea for you. I ended up leaving a tin of biscuits on her doorstep. Yeah, you sure did. Like, <laughs> Blew your biscuits all over the doorstep. <laughs> so uh, what what did you think when she you... She won't listen to this show, don't worry. <laughs> What's what? this podcast you're on, Mark? <laughs> Talking about biscuits. That's about fishing. Okay, so we'll catch back up with Mark and Gordo a little bit later in the episode. But now I want to cut to Darren and myself on Skype. So the audio quality is a bit poorer here, uh, but not not too bad. Better than it has been any other time we tried to do, to do Skype for an episode. So from here on, we'll probably uh, cut between the two conversations. That is the conversation with Darren and myself and the conversation with Gordo and Mark, because there's some crossover in the conversation that makes more sense to kind of cut between the two. So hopefully that isn't confusing. It shouldn't be. Oh yeah, and I said at the start of the show about like Star Wars spoilers, it was actually much more <laughs> than I anticipated, and just like a ridiculous conversation about Star Wars three months after it was relevant. So I just cut most of it out of the episode. So you don't need to worry about skipping. So Darren. Sorry. To two people listening, you will know Darren from uh, the Jurassic Park episode, but also a, a very a secret episode that may or may not be out there oh. on the internet by the time this episode's released. Oh. You, you joined no. us briefly as our sound man on an episode that never made the air or it didn't yet make the air but yeah not no it's not that it didn't make the air because i was the sound man but no no no, sorry to clarify it was uh, did did a pretty good job like i I was coming (laughs) over i was coming over to talk about the last world and then (laughs) then we were talking about nukes and i had nothing prepared no no it didn't make the air because it ended up essentially the things we talked about in that episode ended up being our live show and we're like, well, we can't, we, we, we can't release this while the live sh- we, we didn't want to release it before or directly after the live show. And then it just got to a point where we haven't done a podcast in three months. And I was like, we can't <laughs> randomly release this episode. Because <laughs> it's kind of like, it's a joke episode with like the joke about you being a sound man. And I was just like, this would be a really... Because f- a lot of new <laughs> listeners have come over and I was just like, this will be a really weird first episode. <laughs> Absolutely. So it <laughs> Throw just them into the chaos. It just became yeah. It's, it still it exists, uh, but I'm going to put it. It's going to be out there. Uh, we we might put it on like a compilation of our B sides, which I just like <laughs> like the idea of having a B side album. I think that's because I'm not sure if <laughs> you're not insulted by that, are you? No. <laughs> <laughs> But you're already on an A. You're, you, you've done the Jurassic Park episode. I did, you're, yeah. You're already on the A sides. So I you just, could say that I'm like, I'm dominating both sides. That's okay. exactly what I'd say. Because I don't know, the, 
I've never seen a podcast release a B-side album before. <laughs> we, might, we might be the first. Well, only because we're probably the first podcast who, like, warrants having a B-side, because there's so many of them. <laughs> well, you said you wanted to get onto like, doing a doing new and exciting things so this could be it like this That's could it. be your your usp mm-hmm. reinventing podcasts well anyway yes yeah, so the reason you're here for is not oh, to yeah. talk about our uh <laughs> <laughs> our shows that weren't fit for itunes but, uh, no we're here to talk about the snow to to check up on you and see how you got on during the the big snow as they're calling it um well i like to call it christmas too <laughs> Second Christmas. Second Christmas. Yeah, it was. Uh, I got on pretty good actually. That probably doesn't make for a great content. Though. <laughs> no, you didn't get snowed in or anything. I know, I did. Have... I did. No, it was it was brilliant. Like that's what I mean. I I I, I like that because it meant for. Oh, let's see. Yeah, five days. I didn't have to do anything. Nice. Um, and because I live up on a hill as well, it's quite steep. No one could get up to us either, which was kind of cool. Well, I imagine it must have been quite severe where you are because you're not to not giving away your address or anything but you live on the coast very yeah. much so it must like how were the winds out where you were yeah it was the, the wind was pretty strong it was the the snow like there was obviously a lot of snow but i think definitely the further inland you went i think it, it was definitely a lot worse um, well, well yeah that's where like you you have you seen those pictures from fucking like kildare and wicklow well where... i was I was about to say that I was in Kildare all the following week. I had to go down every night and the place was just covered in snow. <laughs> like I had to go it's to Nace. Yeah, um, cr- like there was stop signs on the street covered in snow. Like as in like that the, you were walking on top of the stop sign. Oh yeah. And every night I went down there, I had to just, I basically just like it was, the parking was basically a free for all. So I just had to <laughs> abandon my car on a mound of snow and hope I didn't get, didn't get clamped. And I didn't because... Obviously, like there was no choice. <laughs> you just had to sort of <laughs> yeah. do what you had to do. But yeah, they got hit bad. So, where you live, did you? Because I, I would imagine the winds were stronger there. Did you lose power or internet or anything? Um, no, no. I thought at one moment I thought we were going to. Things started flickering, but then um, thankfully it didn't. So it actually kind of worked out well. I sort of just stayed indoors and. And we went out for a walk down to the shop. So one one of the little there was a shop near us that actually opened um and sold a few things just for a few hours during the days. Mm. Uh, but they, they obviously didn't get any deliveries in or anything like that. Yeah. Did they have much left in stock by the time you got there? No. No, not really. There's like they were down to just bringing out all random things of cider. All the Guinness was gone, Johnny. <laughs> In despair, <laughs> despair down from me, I went down there with my housemate on the, <laughs> ter- the Friday night and the off license there, which is a bit, it's a bit, it's a spar. Like they tend to have very big alcohol sections and it's a yeah, big yeah, spar. Yeah. It was completely empty. No. With all, all bar one beer. Budweiser. Budweiser. Ugh. There was only, now maybe, I think there might have been like a few of the... The off-brand ciders you do see, like yeah, yeah. no no Bulmers or Archer Teves, but a few like maybe craft ciders or that that people didn't. The only reason people didn't buy them because they didn't know what they were. But the only like brand name that was left was Budweiser, and there was well, quite a bit of it. Which I don't know about you, but I don't I don't associate like cider with snow. 
<laughs> no. I don't think a lot of people do. So when I, just when I walked in, I saw them just like bringing that out and loads of white wine and putting it out. I was like, God, it's, it's really getting bad. <laughs> yeah. There was, well, there was some was, ale left, so I got them. It was actually one. I had like, because I had loads of, I had just, thankfully, one of my uh, craft beer supplies had just came to fruition. Oh. So, so I had that. It was actually nice as well because I'd done the thing where my backyard instead of like, because mm. I had so much beer, I was like, well, I can't take up all this fridge space, so I'll just go outside and I'll just dunk it in the snow. So I just had my uh, backyard was lined like a Christmas cake, cake decoration. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Bottles of beer sticking up. But then but then it snowed again that night and I couldn't find half of them. <laughs> so for the next two, two days, I was pulling up bottles of beer out it's of like the snow. It's like a treasure hunt. Like. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Did you, like when the snow cleared... Where there's still a few bottles left on the grass. No, I think I, I, I found most of them, which just goes to show how much I drank over those five days. Oh, yeah, it was pretty... It was good. Like, like I said, there was nothing else to do. There was absolutely <laughs> nothing else to do. I watched... I watched all of Westworld, a show that I didn't even like to begin with, but then I learned to like it because it was kind of the yeah. only good quality TV I had. I rewatched The Last Jedi, which I never thought I'd do, but I did. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> um, that's funny enough that you mention it now because it's for some reason started popping up in my recommended videos on YouTube again just people giving out about it and I don't know why I don't know what I watched that is do you know why that this, like, do you no. know why that do you... why, was it you yeah because you're ta- you use the open bottle channel to watch yeah, 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 yeah. well it's because I rewatched it during the snow and so afterwards I was because I had just like logged on to the open bottle page to check like our recent videos and I ended up watching a bunch of Last Jedi commentaries. <laughs> so that's why. There's nothing like watching, yeah, like an angry rant on a film that you didn't like as well. And you're sitting there listening to it going, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to hear people to back up my own opinions <laughs> and give me new ways to, to articulate my thoughts. Yeah, exactly. Which I will forget when I'm in the pub. And I'll, or I'll, I'll badly paraphrase and like, then realise I've put, walked myself into a corner and I'm there. Just, then I'll just start lashing out aggressively. <laughs> That's why it normally goes down with me. Like. This is what I spent most of the big snow thinking about. The big so. snow. But so that's, what it, a, does to, that's what it does to a man. Oh, we have like a, a, a small baby in the house. So we had, one thing we found was we had to change his sleeping area i know this is a really hard segue but just wanted to get back in <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't want to because i was actually star wars for hours <laughs> that was one of my questions for later too oh, so okay good, t- well, good thing do you want to do you want to ask the question and then i'll <laughs> no no well i'm not going to do that much yet um, <laughs> oh. yeah but no that's a it's an interesting oh. point like so it, like this you're a new father like this is yeah. it's quite a different scenario than anyone else i know Oh, that, um, that has like, I mean, obviously it was grand because like <laughs> none of the power went in. <laughs> but the the only thing that we found was we had to we just had to move where he was sleeping because he he sleeps in the bed at the moment he's in the same room as us but the temperature in that room just wherever it is and it faces in the house it, it's much colder in the bedroom than it is in the sitting room. Yeah, yeah or the living the, room. You're at the back or whatever. So um, it actually worked out well. I, my wife would go to bed and I'd stay up keep him in the sitting room with me um i usually stay up to about six or seven and just play xbox with my brother do you actually stay up that late 
Yeah, yeah, I did. I, I, like sometimes I'd doze off on the couch. I mean, he was asleep in a basket, like, and he might wake up occasionally just to feed, but then he'd go back straight back down. Um, would that be a, would that be a normal time for you, like when you're not working, like on a weekend? Would you stay up to that time normally, or is that just I, during the snow? I used to easily like, but and it's not even just because the kid or something like that. I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. I don't know if it's just because I'm as you get older, I just, just want to sleep more. Like, um, well, I found like I I would I would I generally would stay up late. Like, yeah, cause yeah. I don't know. I just like it and it's like it's funny like this is my time now to do something you see, yeah you see I find like either staying up late or getting up really early like before anybody else has get, gotten up even if I'm not like living with people it's just like knowing that it's kind of it's the hours where very few people are awake I feel like yeah. wow this is my time and I feel yeah. like I work a lot more especially when I was right when I used to write a long time oh. ago oh. Uh, I used to either if I, if I stayed up if I started writing at like one in the morning, I would do loads. Or if I woke up at like five in the morning and took my laptop to, laptop down to the sitting room at like the crack of dawn, I would do loads too. But at any other time, I'd just be sitting at a computer looking at a screen. Um, so yeah, I did, yeah, you're probably like me in that. I just like those those hours where nobody else is awake. Uh, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I'm trying to really remember what else happened during it like it was very uneventful on our end it was it was kind of it was just really nice though because it was like you know no one's expecting anything of you yeah a lot a lot of work for me was cancelled and stuff and it was you were kind of like left hanging waiting to see if it was going to get cancelled but i mean you knew it was going to get cancelled because everything was on the city was closed down like and and did you the government was telling people don't go outside so did you uh did you check up on family and friends and stuff yeah, I was talking to them, like, every day, just, what's going on? Sorry, I didn't get in touch with you, I don't think, did I? I think we were talking on Discord, so... Were we? Oh, well, no, we think... probably were. Oh, I think so. Probably, ch- trying, to make, they... probably trying to book recording dates or something, were we? Probably, well, speak, have you heard from our uh, our mutual friend, Shane? No, actually. Yeah, you see, I'm not sure if he, like, he could be buried in snow, for all I know. Oh, God. <laughs> uh... Well, no, he he's definitely alive, or at least somebody has his phone because he replied to some stuff. But I <laughs> okay. haven't had a proper conversation with him. Actually, I don't think I've actually had a proper conversation with him. Maybe once this year. So, well, the snow changes you, man. <laughs> That's it. That just filled the li- anybody listening to this with confidence that the podcast <laughs> is going to be back normal. <laughs> 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 Like, imagine you're listening to any other podcast where they say like, "Oh yeah, I haven't heard from the co-host in in three months." There was a huge oh. blizzard. He 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 may have died in it. I don't know. <laughs> Meh. It's really funny because the last episode we the last proper episode we recorded that went up was called Winter Survival, where we're talking about this type of stuff and talking about how well we don't really need to worry about this. It'll be a grand winter. That's pretty funny. Which it kind of was, because technically, I suppose it's we're having a bad spring. There you go. That's the that's the weirdest thing. It was fucking March when it all hit. That happened before, though, as well. It was, or maybe it was it was it like I think it was, it was like March, two thousand and one or something. <gasps> oh well, there was the big free. We had there was two thousand and ten and two thousand and eleven. We two years in a row we had the big freeze. 
And yeah, but no, no, I'm not thinking of those ones. Oh, okay. there was one. There was one much when we would have been much younger. I think it was it was around 2001. No, I don't know it. Oh. It snowed like mad in Dublin. I don't know. I can't remember what it was like the rest of the country because I. Yeah, because I'd have been as a teenager. I don't think I would have even been thinking. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd have known there was counties outside of Dublin at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that I had a few days off school. It was great. <laughs> no, but I do remember that. Yeah, because I remember. I think I would have been in like second year or third year at the time, and it was a bad yeah, winter. Yeah, yeah. And it was like the first kind of proper bad winter I re- was around for. Yeah, the power went then for us, I remember. It was a bit annoying because after a while the novelty wore off and you're just sort of just sitting in the house. <laughs> yeah. Your mother's just in bed. And you're just like, <laughs> if even, if, even when, when you know she's giving up, like it's just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't even drink in the house. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're too young. Because <laughs> now, like, I, I couldn't give a shit if the electricity and the power went because I'd just be like, alcohol, it's crap. Looks like we're drinking earlier. Were uh, the pubs opened around your place? One of them did. Um, that I know of. It was the one that you were you would have been in. Um, okay. But then they closed. Uh, I think er- early enough then when they realised that because I think at one point it looked like oh no it's it's actually grand and then then they closed because they were like no actually no this is it's actually only hidden now. For See, yeah, like a lot of them closed to allow this. <clears throat> the staff to go home but like there's a few pubs around me that, uh, there's one especially just down the road where it, it's it's a family run pub and they live beside it so they just stayed yeah. open they stayed open until the alcohol ran out well I heard the, the first night on the Wednesday um, everybody basically went home from work early and then in the town where my parents are and my brothers are they just apparently everyone just went down to the local pub there and just like stayed out late at night and they said it, they said it was like Christmas Eve like everyone was just out in the lash like going mental like, yeah. and then the next day I was talking to them they were all like really really hung over I love that thing I was incredibly jealous like yeah. <laughs> a lot of people did start treating it like it was Christmas like so so for the <laughs> listeners we Chris, you know Christmas FM that's oh, yeah. up here during Christmas. Christmas <laughs> FM started up again during the snowstorm. Oh, it's brilliant. And uh, what else and did it, we do? Well, we, when we saw it coming, we went and stocked up on Easter eggs as well. <laughs> oh, well, you have a, you've, you've got a special relationship with Easter eggs, don't you? Mm hmm. It's all because of Super Value's three for five deal. <laughs> <laughs> And was was there any sort of was there any criminal element out your way during the snowstorm? No, because that no, seems there's none that, of that. None of that carry on. Like I was wondering, was it like if it went on for a few weeks, then would people start looting houses or something? Like when would that side of things kick in? You know, well, well, I assume at this point you've seen what happened out in Tala during it. Yeah. Yes, are you trying to meet the listeners? Uh, you. Okay, yeah, 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 no, I did, yeah. I'll fill the listeners in between. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. When this plays, it'll cut between the two segments. What did you think of the, the mini uh, crime wave that we saw? Oh, I, I don't know enough about it, it to say. hilarious and grim in equal measure. I don't measure. know enough about it to say, but I do say that a lot of people vilify a lot of people that didn't need to be vilified. Yeah. To explain for listeners... Uh, 
a tin of supermarket. Well, there was a few different little small crimes, but the big yeah. one was uh, Little, which is supermarket here. It's all over Europe. Yeah, actually, they're in America too, aren't they? Uh, they yeah, I don't think they're called Little though. I think it's like uh, Farmer, big? Farmer Joe's. Oh yeah, something like Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. but uh, yeah, so uh, it was pretty much fleeced. But then somebody got into a digger and knocked it down. Someone broke open the uh, shutter partitions that were on the front doors. And smashed in the glass, and they were saying initially it was teenagers, but it was actually men in their between twenties and forties. Yeah, and they all went in, like in and video. robbed money out of the tills, robbed money out of the office, robbed food, alcohol, uh, mostly alcohol, uh, and some of the higher ticket items. And uh, then things escalated a bit. Yeah, somebody robbed a JCB la- la- uh, Earth Mover and went for the safe in the back office. Yeah. So a lot of these places would be kind of. Same, they're all kind of built by a blueprint they're all kind of the same they're all laid out yeah. the same so those people kind of know that's the back office and they would know that has the safe so yeah. they went after that corner of the building and started tearing down the kind of part of the wall and the roof and the, to get through to the safe and then they got the safe out and then they were lifting the, the digger up and down smashing it on the safe yeah. trying to crack the safe open then they went and got like power tools and I was sitting around going like what is the Garda response time here? What's the police well, response time? I was like, well, that, that's the thing. That's yeah. the thing they were banking on. Was and they're, like, out in the, they're out like far away from the city centre. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's still in, it's still yeah, in a, a place that's region. a pretty big population. So yeah. 200,000 people live out in Tala, Like, But obviously, yeah, yeah, it, was, yeah, it was just like, you know, the roads were like just awful so they couldn't get out. So, but that, I guess they were banking on that because they spent, obviously, to, to have tried so many different methods and to still be going at that safe. And yeah. I, as far as I know, they got some of it open. They were pretty confident that there was not going to be no guards, mm. but people were videoing it out of the windows of their house mm. and caught the guards like running after that. Everyone scattered and the social media response was, oh, there's a whole lot of fucking knackers in in Tala, scumbags and knackers were the words that were used, and people were vilifying, saying you shouldn't use scumbags, it's derogatory, you shouldn't use knackers, it's racist towards travellers. I understand the knackers thing, but scumbags? Scumbags, you don't. Derogatory? How's that derogatory? Because it, it, it was calling everybody in Tala scumbags, and. That it's, t- but, oh, oh, sorry, so not talking about. But if, but if you're but just pe- saying people guys who. who people don't down like the, the word scumbag. And I was nearly going to get in and go, do you know that it actually is like a. a uh, a slang word for a sanitary napkin. Well, yeah. That's what a scumbag is. And people are all like, no, you can't be calling people scumbags. Well, scumbag, cause it, I don't understand it because I, under- I know where yeah. they're coming from with knacker because of what it, it like it, when people originally used it, they meant fucking travelers. Yeah, but, but a, a knacker scumbag, is somebody who takes horses into a, yeah, a glue yeah, factory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But a scumbag isn't a class. Like, no, you're not allowed to use scumbag, apparently. That's, that's, the, that's the politically correct. Stance on that. The stance of political correctness is don't use the word scumbag because it it's derogatory to a whole socioeconomic group of people. And but you're they're like, the ones assuming people don't use it just for. People I don't. Use I'm not going to argue the other side of it because I believe what you're saying. Oh no, I know. But that's what they were saying online. I just haven't heard this argument before. Oh, so such bullshit. So people were going online like um, the actor John Connors, who yeah. was in Cardboard Gangsters, came on and said, "Ah, it's only a, f- a few young lads robbing a bit of food." and it, the whole of Twitter went mental at him. And bear in mind, like, <laughs> people in Ireland were stuck in their house for three days without any food, stuck with their family. Something had to be vented somewhere. So all went out on Twitter at poor old John. And yeah. they were like, shut up, you, you fucking knacker and all. Like, gave him the dog's abuse. And I was like, this is really bad. Like, he didn't deserve that. 
yeah that's nuts. and they just started oh. giving him loads of like racial abuse about being a traveler <clears throat> uh, from the traveling community but it just it's painted just... the whole Atala as like yeah, uh, yeah you know looting scumbags and that's absolutely the opposite of true and it's a very 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 small contingent that went in there to do that yeah well yeah. and the, the fact that because it was Jobstown in particular where it happened, which, which is, is also where uh, the water protests yeah. were happening a few years ago yeah. so yeah a lot of the media were very glad this happened there mm. It's kind of like it writes itself, you know, for yeah. for for liberal media. But it just it just sounded well, I completely so bad that not being able to use the word yeah, scumbag. But you look at you, you, when you're talking about that, it's like you, you could look at any young lad from Tala in a tracksuit and go, "He's a scumbag." When he could be like a real good student, but he just dresses like that and looks like that. That was the whole thing that they're painting. I know what they, that whole yeah, yeah. group of people as you know, uh, uh, social degenerates who, who <coughs> rob a fucking supermarket. Like I saw a good one, actually, that came out of the response to that. And it was a thing on Twitter about um, basically a bunch of owl ones that were bringing out tea and coffee to the guards and stuff when they were there to keep them warm because it was really cold. Yeah, and it yeah. was one of the guards basically going, like, thanks for all that yeah, and yeah. stuff. Just it, was, it was him saying thanks. And it was just like, that's the thing about, I was talking about old Dublin and the community. Yeah. It's like, you do get, particularly with owl ones, they're just like Irish mammies, like, they're just the best for that. Do you know what I want to know is, though, where them fucking owl ones got the milk to give the guards <laughs> I know. Tea? They probably had nine <laughs> litres on their they shoulder. They were the ones. Hoarding it. That's what they were. In a snowstorm. Social capital. It's like, it's like at, a, at a gold mine, the richest man is the man at the door selling shovels. Yeah. <laughs> it's the owl ones with bread and milk that's in a snowstorm. It. But I just think that, like, um, you can't say it much. Like, it's a fucking business, right? And a lot of people went, hey, you, you know, these lads have ruined the jobs of 40 people in a place where there's not a lot of people working. Well, yeah. Right? Mm. Whether that fact is true or not, I couldn't tell you the percentages. That's what I mean. But either That's way, what well, I meant by I any, couldn't. But jobs going anywhere. anywhere. Is, yeah, but yeah. what they're saying in that argument is, and it's kind of a virtue signal, it's like, Oh, how dare you knock down a little that's employing 40 people in a place that is like predominantly uh, uh, populated by people that have no jobs. Like, that's not true. Tala has loads of people that have jobs. But there are a certain uh, social, you know, demographic in any community, but yeah, there yeah. that don't have jobs. And they were coincidentally the lads who did the, did the robbing. And I mean, you know, it polarized the country uh, for a day and a half until we all forgot about it. But there's a lot of people talking some shit, man, about, like, Tala and a lot of, like, classist, racist stuff came out. Yeah. And I think it was just all bottled up and they were like, I want to fucking give out about it scumbags. Was I'm going to just fucking start talking yeah, it about a, it. It was a con like, coincidence of several factors. It's pressure there. cooker job. Yeah, like. mm. it was like, Ireland is incredibly class divided and it's becoming, an e like, an increasingly unequal society. And there's a lot of that kind of, it comes in, in kind of waves Every yeah. so often an event will occur and people, it'll bubble up. Something like you mentioned the, the water protests in Jobstown. There was so much hatred like on social yeah. media towards that, those people, those politicians, that area, all this stuff. Yeah. It was there and it, because it kept popping up in the news and the courts like every kind of two weeks or so, there was something going on about it. But there's it. always a hair up some concerts. Like as soon as that little roof hit the ground, there was people on Twitter going, oh, what's Paul Murphy going to say about this now? Like Paul Murphy is a, a an MEP for for uh, uh, people over profit. In people that? over profit. Yeah. yeah, he's like a a a, a, lib, a, a socialist. A, a socialist 
political uh, party or whatever, right? Yeah. In Ireland, just for the people that don't know. And and he, he was the lad that's coming out saying, like, don't pay your taxes and don't pay your house tax and don't pay your water charges. And he was getting arrested yeah, and going to jail. Taxes, not specific taxes, taxes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, the specific ones that were against his socialist ideals yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the and it's like, don't pay a government that doesn't give you what you deserve. And there's no point in paying the water tax because they're not giving you good water. And it's all this kind of, you know, it's lovely to hear if it suits you. And people just like go, yeah, that suits me to be that because I don't have to pay that thing then. Cool. And then there's still loads of them still got like a hundred euro rebate from the government. Yeah, yeah. To pay the water tax and then didn't pay the tax and then didn't have to give back the hundred euro. And then what well, was it? I think it was. I think it was. I think it was thirty three million euro they lost in, yeah. by giving out rebates. Expecting that money back, they gave it out through social Which welfare and never they got it back. Been setting up that infrastructure. So I'm with. saying you can tell the vitriol that's there. The minute the looking little roof hit the ground, <clears> people were going, "What's Paul Murphy going to say about this?" Then, and you're like, "Is that what we really need to be worried about? Is everybody safe? Mm. Is there going to be like a fire?" They put up pictures of a little on fire, and it was the wrong. Place. It was an old video. Like, it was an old video of a little on fire. I, I retweeted it thinking it was on fire. Right, And yeah. then somebody went and said, no, oh, that's from ages like ago. Papers, papers ran with. Like, yeah. I saw the Independent had it. Because I saw that, and I was actually thinking about mentioning that later on. I was just, but no, that was a different story. It was story. a different yeah. story yeah. at a different time, a couple of years ago. It was an electric fire from, <laughs> like, two years back. Yeah. But it's so easy. But it's like fake news, like, exactly. match the narrative. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. But it's just, it's just, I think, Johnny, that, like, a lot of people just use that excuse to argue whichever side they want. I think the little thing was an inside job anyway. Like yeah, I do think, you think so? Yeah. What, what's the... Apparently what's it was scheduled to be demolished a few weeks. It was, was an it? it was an insurance... <laughs> I, do you know what <laughs> I heard? I saw that, it might not be true. Do you know what I heard? I heard that there was a second JCB that we didn't see. Really? <laughs> on the grassy, <laughs> on the grassy no. and it was coming in. Yeah. I mean, you can't watch that video I'm and saying not say it doesn't look like a controlled... A controlled yeah, demolition. And the way, the way the, the JCB hit the wall, it went back into the left. Yeah, man. Back yeah. into the I, left. JCB buckets can't melt steel beams. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Absolutely. Like. Is the court um, a bit on okay, actually? Yeah, yeah, he, he was gone. I think he would... So you, you don't obviously want to go into it if he just literally just went into it there. <laughs> <laughs> you could relive the whole, but the whole it's nice thing to, with me. But, you're, but it's nice to hear you're worried. You want to know. I do. I've never, I've never met the guy. I just like his podcast, so I, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to make sure he was okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Darren... You'll have you'll have to listen to disaster artists to find <laughs> out. <laughs> My God, this is this would make great radio, wouldn't it? <laughs> but no, with, with his segment, we t- we talked a lot about <clears throat> the the sort the the stories that came out of the storm were mainly focused on a fucking a supermarket being knocked down, which I really didn't see coming. I I could have never no. thought, thought that that would have been the story. That was insane, and then like I didn't realize at first what what I was looking at, and then I just saw the big arm of the JCB just tearing the wall down of the place, and it was insane. Like I mean, what can you? And the the police couldn't get to the place because the roads were they couldn't get there because the roads were covered in snow. Was that is that right? Yeah, no, I think that's it. Like because like that's the thing. Like so for for listeners outside Ireland like Tala is a, a suburb of Dublin that's almost like it, it, it's big enough to be a city in itself kind of but it's also really it's beside the Wicklow Mountains so it's also like it's surrounded by country essentially so it's the type of place that got hit the, the worst like it had been much like Kildare where you have snow actually covering the signposts up to the top yeah. so yeah it, was, it would have been impossible for fucking the cops to get out there 
which is, is why they decided to rob a JCB and knock down a supermarket to steal a safe. It's mad. When I first saw that video, like I saw the one of them looting it first. Yeah. And I thought, okay, well, that seems kind of likely, I guess. And then I saw the JCB one and I, I just assumed it was fake news. I thought, well, this is just a little being knocked down in some other part of the country. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and it's just a complete coincidence that it was also snowing when this video was recorded. But no. No, it was, it was crazy. And then they were dragging the safe up through the street and trying to crack it with the JCB. They got some of the guys, though, didn't they? At least one of them, anyway. Sorry, say that again? Did they catch at least one of them or a oh, few I d- of them? Yeah, I, d- I think they got six of them. Oh, okay, right. I didn't really follow it up after. It, it was kind of blown out of proportion, too, like the idea of it being a crime wave. I was like, it's bad form, but it's also, they saw an opportunity yeah. So done it. It's not. It's not the end of the world. Boys will be boys. <laughs> but I don't. I don't mean it like that. It's, it's a really scumbaggy thing to do. No, no, it's a real pe- shitty thing to do. People, people acted like it represented that entire area. <laughs> no, but the things you don't need to blow it out of proportion. I mean, there's a video of a guy in a JCB tearing down this place. I mean, it's pretty ridiculous. I don't know how common that sort of thing is, but I've never it's, it, seen anything like that before. But that's it. It's not common. Like it's still it's just like, very it, sensational it, or something. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't typically happen during a storm. I did like though the people that were like, "Oh, well, you can kind of understand where they were coming from." You know, uh, <laughs> cabin fever will do a lot of things to you mentally, and it's like that was at the nope. Friday night. That's like two days into it. Like, yeah, you no, need it's to be... people. They saw an opportunity and they went for it. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like. You need to be snowed in a couple of weeks before you go that mad. Were there any shenanigans out your way to quote a former host? No, disappointed that there wasn't. It had been good excitement, but no, it was very quiet out here. And the other side of it is, it was just a few lads robbing a safe from just a few lads robbing a safe. It's a like you look at what happens in other countries during during like fucking mass rapes and fucking. I, I, yeah, I did, did notice, did, have you you're into big big into your conspiracy stuff so have you been watching the stuff with the Lithuanian police no oh fuck yeah no I'm studying for like, I'm studying for a show on identity politics right now I haven't looked <laughs> you, into so it so you know about this yeah this is the the, the, like, the mass assassinations of yes, this yeah, kid yeah, thing yeah yeah. so I, I watched that video oh, which you may you guys might have seen it was up on top of reddit so um, you you want to give them a rundown Oh, it's a, so no, I you, you okay? Very, very, very lo- lo- too long. Didn't read version here. Um, there was like uh, some a, a judge or a member of the family of a judge accused or uncovered like a high-ranking officials pedophile sex ring thing. Yeah. They exposed it, and th- the whole well, power of the state the was like brought down on this family over this. Jesus. Where, yeah, well, the father who was separated from his wife, mm. the, his daughter told him and she, that this was happening to her and the wife was seeing, was she seeing the judge? Wasn't that it? Or, I don't know. I don't know. But that's how it came. It was the father of one of the kids that mm. uncovered all this. So it's like the pedophile ring got exposed. Yeah. And the pedophile ring was kind of state officials and judicial officials. So Isn't they, it everywhere? So, yeah. Same. But this is the thing. It, they, they ended up mobilizing the entire authority of the government to clamp down on this family. 
and this is a video of this guy he's like the nephew or something and he gives all the rundown and he kind of puts it all together chron chronologically with footage and explaining what was happening basically a huge chunk of the country seemed to mobilise around it got to the point where they, they protested around this house they formed a ring to try to protect this a paedophile ring <laughs> an anti-paedophile <laughs> ring I so, suppose so one of the judges was shot in his car mm. And then somebody else was, and I think the father of the kid did. as a retaliation for this report. Like, well, it was the father. Well, the thing is, at various points in this unfolding, I think it was up to six or eight people have been killed, wow. have been like assassinated. The father, the father was found dead, and like, like I mean, the, the father of the of the girl the who reported it. Yeah, yeah. there's like several people have been killed who have been involved in the kind of protecting this kid movement. See, see the, Jeez, that's like a damn. The brown mother novel, still man. had mm. custody. But, and after the father was found dead, his sister had the kid, yeah. and the police were trying to get the kid because the mother still had custody. There was like she was the only witness. Like it's hundreds, hundreds of people from the country just camped outside the house to stop the police. And then they brought hundreds of police, like yeah, like many hundreds of police cops to try to outnumber the people to then break through the line, get into the house. They they angle grinded the door open went over and dragged the kid physically out of the house. Um, mm. they took the only up, dragged witness. It into, dragged it into custody. Yeah, and then it gets even... The, si the, the sister who ha was minding the kid, she fucking, like, runs for Senate. <laughs> because, like, she gets into power. Yeah. She runs as opposition. And they, get, they create a political party and they get something like seven seats in the government <laughs> and they're running on the campaign of basically completely gutting the judicial system. They're the anti-pedophile party. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the uh, the anti-pedophile corruption party. Oh they're my trying God. to clear out the government. Trying to and clear it's not out over police. yet. Why has, I haven't heard about this now. at all. This is unfolding now. And I was watching I all this. I feel like such a bad conspiracy I, guy. I, yeah, you don't know nothing. You get schooled, son. Um, but I was watching all this unfold and was like... Fucking hell! Like that, the police literally doing the bidding That's, of a pedophile ring. Yeah, and I was sitting there going like, "Okay, compare that to like a few lads trying to break <laughs> open a safe in Little." I was like, yeah. "Whoa!" Suddenly, we all got a little bit of perspective there. Yeah, because like the thing, my particular thing was that uh, when it was on the news, the footage over that little thing, when the cops did eventually, when the guards did eventually go up and they kind of started trying to pin your man mm. down who had been trying to break open the safe. I was like, I pointed out to, I pointed out to my friend as I was watching it. Uh, <laughs> the version I saw online, the camera, set, the frame in the bottom left, you could see the guard like having a bit of a fucking <laughs> go um, and having thrown in a few kicks on the ground. And then when I watched it on the news, they'd framed it shorter. <laughs> yeah. Classic RT. Uh, we should probably wrap up there because sure. we need to go to the park. To uh, yeah, we, 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 you can't come um, with us because you're fly with me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm gonna be I'm gonna be doing a a, a gear a gear porn uh, set of videos for the uh, TCG TV GoFundMe supporters and the Patreon folk. Can I can I plug my yeah. GoFundMe? So I'm going to America in September for a year to make twelve feature length documentaries. Um, they will be about religion, gun control, uh, medicine, food and health. Um, racism, sexuality, all very broad topics, but you know the way I take a topic and I smear it all over the place and try and find the most interesting parts. Try to go to every state in uh, in the, the mainland United States and trying to talk to people and uh, meet the fans and do all that stuff. So it's gofundme.com slash tcgtv is the link where you can donate or you can just find out all the information. Uh, we'll be driving around the van, staying in loads of places, going to loads of cities, having loads of crack and doing a daily vlog. 
So I, I've uh, I'm after investing in a lot of camera gear and, and this kind of stuff to try and make it as professional as possible. And uh, we're just about to go out and fly a drone now, yeah. so there might be a. It's quite undertaken what you're doing. So uh, yeah, I know, I know. I, I mean, I I I've been studying, studying for the last year and a half, like studying technique and trying mm. out stuff, and um, it's just my 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 ambition and my talent and my equipment weren't on par with each other. Right. Uh, so now my ambition right. and my equipment <laughs> are on par, and my talent meter needs about six or seven more points to come up to it. But uh, I have all the knowledge; I just have to get the practice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mark, me and Mark have made movies before, and I've made some mistakes and stuff like that. But I mean, um, just in life in general. Just in life, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the, the essential part. You'll never get better unless you try and yeah. fuck it up. I have the vision. That's the t- that's the difference. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have the camera and no fucking vision, you know. True. And uh, it's on pa- Patreon as well. You'll be getting those videos. So it's patreon.com slash those conspiracy guys, uh, and you can get all the info there or listen to the podcast. We talk about it all the time, and it can find you just. Uh, Hanging around. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you over, see Mark around, he's over, hi, over in that woman's house twice. dropping Wait. his biscuits. Well, <laughs> yeah, dropping biscuits down to the old yeah. ones, not clearing his path. <laughs> Even his yeah, you want to find me? Go up, the, go up the snowy driveway. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you got on pretty well. I'm delighted to hear that you did. Yeah, no, I, was lo- I was loving it. I was kind of disappointed then. And then the only thing was, like, you know, the way it was like, well, for us anyway, everything was back to normal on Monday. So it was like the ultimate Sunday night fear and edginess. Like, it's just oh, it's miserable. And then I was at a full day on Monday and I was, oh, I was sick of it. Like, <laughs> I, I kind of wanted something, not something bad to happen, but I would have, I, I would like to come out with a better story than oh, well, I was well prepared. I'd already, you know, I didn't need to go and buy food because I'd already stocked up and I was well prepared for everything. I even yeah. had snow clogs for my boots. It was, uh, yeah, it was grand. I didn't notice it. But that's not an interesting story for a podcast. Yeah. So you're going to ring around again and see who got who got on the shit? Like. So I need to get Shane on here. It sounds like he must have had a fucking traumatic experience. No, I mean, I'm, I'm glad to know everybody that's been on the show has done well but who else has been on i think to be honest there's actually only ever been four guests on the show so i got gordo and i got you and i got my friend mark i was hoping to get shane and i'm probably i'm gonna i want to cut the scottish lads from another fake newscast oh yeah i'm gonna get i'm gonna record a segment with them because uh you know they got they got the same storm but they're in another part of europe so be interesting yes. to see how how different it was there. Well, I'm so, running low on beer. So no, I have to. No, I mean just, just in this can. I mean, I've plenty in the fridge. Right? <laughs> well, well, I'm sh- not an idiot, sh- Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you do you want to wrap up there? We can stay on, but wrap up the recording there. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I can't think. Don't know if there's anything else. No, I think we we got through all the points. Like I said, I only wanted a short segment. I just want a quick segments with everybody anyway. So. So the quite... theme of mine was Christmas and, and gluttony. <laughs> yeah. uh, we 100%. should remind people to, to people that haven't listened to you on the other episode or episodes, depending on what's released by the time this is released. Where can they find you for your other endeavors? Oh, um, at the moment, it's uh, youtube.com slash open bottle. 
yeah so you so can that, find it huh? that's a that's a channel that uh disaster artists is affiliated with i guess would be the correct term i'm not sure what you yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so me and darren have done a lot of videos together not a lot i mean a lot for us because it's hard to get around to recording stuff but yeah. we recently done uh what i think is a very good series of jurassic park genesis where we build our own jurassic park People that liked our Jurassic Park episode should definitely check that out. And there's other good stuff on there. Okay, so thanks for joining me, Darren. It's it's nice to know you and yours are alive and well. And uh, hopefully we'll hear from Shane. We'll, we'll wrap up there because I need to use the bathroom. <laughs> yes, me too. Uh, and so that was the year of the snow. Quite a different episode, but yeah, it's it seemed it it was fine. It it was better than no episode uh still no sign of shane i'm hoping he is alive i assume he is i have had text communication with him that could easily be an imposter using his phone we've never really established any sort of secret code secret question to make sure we we knew we were talking to the other but uh yeah we should probably we should probably revisit that but if he is alive and well i will definitely try get him on next week for maybe not necessarily a part two to this episode because i'm not sure there's enough for a part two but at least a bonus episode to see how he got on i i don't know why there's been so much mention of star wars in this episode but this is starting to feel like in the force awakens where you keep hearing about luke skywalker and you're like well any minute he's gonna show up and then he kind of doesn't, well, he until the very end, but pretty much doesn't. So I guess uh, I really actually have to have him on next week sometime, because if I don't, that would be like if even The Last Jedi didn't feature Luke Skywalker. So, uh, yeah, we, we'll call next week's The Last Disaster, maybe. So picture this as an ending for this episode. Myself walking up... Uh, a mountain, the the Skellig, and I get to the top, and there's a robed figure with his back turned to me, and, and uh, John Williams' music starts to play, and then he turns around and takes down his hood, and it's Shane, and I extend my arm and offer something towards him, and he looks down, and my hand opens, and I'm just offering him a microphone. Hopefully you guys have a better imagination than me. But yeah, so that's it. As always, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, at Disaster Artists. We also have a Discord server, which most of you aren't on, probably don't even have a Discord, but I would suggest getting it for, not just for us, for our room, but for all the other rooms, like Not Another Fake Newscast has a room in there, Those Conspiracy Guys has a really active room, Uh, there's fucking dozens of channels in there and what discord is is it's uh, essentially your own you, you set up your own server well you, you you can you can set up your own server if you want but you just sign up and have a, a user account and you can set up a server which is what we done which works kind of like your own little chat room and there's different channels and categories for different topics so we have like the tv and film category the survival category and within that there's channels on like you know utensils gear fucking tutorials stuff like that uh, we haven't posted a huge amount there but it's starting to build up 
and it's really good. It's really fun, and it's the best place to get a reply from from myself. Anyway, we're quite active on Twitter, but Discord is just a, a nicer a nicer way to have a conversation with people. Like I said, we don't have a huge a, a huge amount of users on there yet, but the ones that are are very active. And the uh, the best part about having a community like that is we can actually sort of get some feedback on episodes and suggestions on on future episodes. I know people kind of do that anyway, but it's a little bit better in Discord because it's not just one person tweeting us and me replying and a kind of, you know, it living and dying there. If you post your suggestions on Discord, other people can chime in and add to it or or shoot it down, maybe. They probably won't. It's a it's a pretty nice bunch in there, but it's just a yeah, it's just a kind of a better place to do that. So definitely sign up there. Just copy the link in the description of this episode, and it will give you an instant invite. You can also go and check out our T Public store where there's some cool merch, specifically the uh, Acolytes of Apocalypse Wasteland Original shirt, which is technically limited edition. It's been limited edition for a long time, but that is only because we haven't sold a lot. Once they start selling and we reach a certain number, we have a rough idea in our head of what that would be. It will then just, we, we will then go to a, a standard Acolytes t-shirt. And if you don't want to support us financially or you can't, you can still support us by heading over to iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and give us a review and a rating or even just a rating. Uh, You'd be amazed how much that actually helps us. The search algorithm on all these apps takes the rating, the number of reviews and the star rating into account. So a star rating makes us easier to find for new listeners and the reviews, well, you read a good review you're more inclined to click it. But yeah, so I've been going on for long enough, and honestly, this is way harder to do when you're just talking to yourself. Honestly, I feel like I'm actually a little out of breath just because it's weird sitting in a room talking to yourself. So until next week, have a nice apocalypse.